Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. So we are now in March, March, 2023. Wow. And in the theme of be expansive, it's another E. So the team and I thought energy, let's talk about energy. Do you have energy? Do you want some energy? Do you need to like clear some stuff out so you can be energetic? Or is it new energy that feels like it's coming in from the outside, whether it's uh, going to work, because a lot of people are back at work, going to work and feeling the pressure of other people's agendas or other people's energy, because we're all energetic beings. And what happens is we can, when we are aware, and I invite you to become aware, we can tune in to other people's energy. And so it's, it's important to be aware that our energy in humanity mingles, right? So I'll give you a little, oh, I'm going to give you a little tip on how to manage your energy. Before you leave the house, take a moment to take just a very deep breath. Actually, you could do it before you even get out of bed. Take a very deep breath with your feet on the ground. So you're grounded on planet Earth mother earth and just envision a bubble of love surrounding you from the top of your head all the way around you in front of you behind you going under your feet and it's just this bubble of love and just fill it up with love and this this is your energy protection device you could even see yourself inside a mirror ball which that mirror those mirrors on the ball will reflect anything unlike love that's coming at you. So when you go out into the world or you interface with people at work, you are energetically held in a bubble of love. So the only thing that can interact with you is love. Try it out. Let me know what happens. You can contact me through the website, susanburrell.com. I'm curious to see what you discover by developing a bubble of love around you so that your life becomes even more expansive and even more empowering. Enjoy our shows this month. So you guys, I, I, uh, I'm thrilled to have this guest on today because just perusing her book, it explains so much uh, to me about me and, you know, who doesn't want to know more about themselves so um, I'm just going to dive right in with Carmen Turner Shot. Thanks for joining me, Carmen. Hi, thanks for having me. So the book is called Sunshine Houses and Healing, Build Resilience and Transform Your Life Through Astrology. And before we started recording, everybody, I was showing Carmen my chart and, and, uh, and, and because her book, literally, I shared with her, this book is the first book about astrology where it's easy to understand. It's simple. She gives you um, 
suggestions on what are the positive aspects and what are the challenging aspects and how to put self-care first, which is part of the resilience, right, Carmen? Yes, definitely. I think, you know, taking care of ourselves and, um, you know, because most of us, you know, that are spiritual and, and into astrology and healing and energy work, you know, we are givers. So, you know, we always are giving and helping other people. And we tend to neglect ourselves. And I, I see this pattern, you know, as a social worker, um, I've been guilty of that in my own life and with my colleagues. And so, um, you know, I'm always really big about self-care. And, and I realize that it's lacking in a lot of the helping professions, you know, um, that we just are always kind of ignoring ourselves to keep going. And, and, and eventually it'll catch up to us. It's like that saying, you got to fill your own cup first before you can fill other people's cups and it's yeah. simple but i tell you when you've got to make the effort to take the baby steps in your own life to do the things that help you heal and replenish your energy and and every sign in astrology uh, does that in a different way you know and and it's energy everything is energy and so um when you know some of the the tips that might work for you um, you can start implementing them in your life and and pay more attention to that. So then you can help more people and have more energy to to serve others and also make sure you're taking care of you because you know if you're not okay, you can't help other people. You can't. I and I, I you guys, I feel like I'm the bobblehead guy that's on the <laughs> dashboard because I'm nodding, nodding, nodding at everything Carvis just said. And and my personal experience is I empty out, I bottom out because I don't have uh. I have to constantly rebuild my self-care skill set and my boundaries because I my um, desire is to serve and I jump in automatically with both feet. So this your book, Sun Sign Houses and Healing, yes. you, you first of all, everybody, the the first chapter explains in a very easy to understand, not mumbo jumbo thing about astrology and the houses and the signs so um let's talk about that for a minute Carmen before we jump into the you know how we transform and heal and stuff sure so you know in the first chapter pretty much I wrote this book so anyone uh, if you don't know astrology you've never you know you don't understand the symbols you don't know anything you can learn the basics by reading the introduction chapter and it's it's written in a practical down-to-earth way that anyone can pick it up and say, oh, okay, and understand it. And then when, as you get into the main chapters, um, I have a chapter on each sun sign. So you can look up your own sign, which is based on the month and day you're born. And so most people know their sun sign, you know, at a minimum. And then to really dig into the um, other chapters, you can look up friends, family, siblings, coworkers, you know, if you know their sign. And, Which, and, of course, I've already done my whole family yeah. and my son and I, so my son's a Taurus, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, nice. And you say that we're very compatible. And, and yeah. so that was like, oh, thank God, you know. Yeah, you're polar opposites. So so every sign has a polar opposite. And when you hear the word polar, you think that means you're different. But it actually means you're compatible because in the sky, um, all of the 12 signs have an opposite sign that is in the sky across from them. And that sign always is a compatible element. So in astrology, you know, we have fire, air, earth, and water signs. And so traditionally, just like in nature, 
you know, earth and water signs go well together and they're always polar opposites. I'm yeah. hearing the phrase complementary energy. Yes. Complimentary. That that's what they are. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. They're, they're complementary energy. They um, help bring out the best in each other and they share similar personality traits on a continuum. And they also share um, health vulnerabilities, you know, body. Oh, dear. Yeah. So um, it's kind of like a continuum. You know, let's, you know, if we look at Scorpio and Taurus, for instance, Scorpio rules the reproductive system and, you know, the ovaries, the uterus and the, and the bowels and the elimination system, the sexual organs. And then Taurus rules the throat, the thyroid, the neck, the jaw, the shoulders. So when they get stressed, they tend to carry it in their shoulders. But that, you know, you can be um, A, B, C, you know, you can be Taurus, Scorpio, but then on a continuum, you could be in here with the health things. You may lean more towards the Scorpio vulnerabilities or the Taurus vulnerabilities because you're going to have that complementary um, exchange of energy. It, it's just similar personality, um, similar traits, very compatible um, energies, you know, because of earth and water go well. And then fire and air signs are always polar opposites in the sky. So fire and air signs um, always uh, get along well because, you know, air helps fire grow, right? Right, right, right. Well, it's just that simple uh, looking in nature uh, that you can see. So each sign has an element that rules them, which is fire, air, earth, or water. And they each have a polar opposite. And so in the book, you know, when you, when you know your sun sign, if you really want to know more about where all the planets are, um, I also talk about um, the sign through the houses. So to do a free birth chart, you know, you can go to astro.com. And I talk about that in the introduction chapter, um, especially, you know, very basic how you can go online and, and put what you need to do a full chart. And you need your time of birth. This is the thing that gets a lot of people because they know their, you know, their, their birthday, month and year. They know their place of birth. But some people don't always know what time they're born. And the time is so important. Because the more accurate the time is, the more accurate of a birth chart, and what is which is the map of your soul, the personality chart we can have. So it's kind of like um, once you know you're born at like 7:30 a.m., it's on your birth certificate. That's what I typically uh, recommend people go with, um, or their you know their mother may not it may not be on the birth certificate, but their mother knows it was between 12 and 12:15. But that's what we need to narrow down to really do a, an accurate chart. So because that'll show where all the planets are in each house. And and that's how we really get into your all the different facets of your personality, because the sun sign is just your main identity. And it's just one part of you. You know, the moon sign is your emotional nature. It's how you react to things. It's how you love and show emotion. And and that I'm writing a book about that that comes out in May, actually, uh, that goes with this book, Moon Signs, Houses and Healing. And uh, it has a part. And so it'll be out in May and it'll be just like this book, but all about the moon. And the moon is important because um, it moves through each sign every two to three days. So that's why twins even can have a different personality emotionally because they both, both may be a Leo, right? Born the same day and year, but in place, but they're two hours apart or three hours apart or, you know, and so um, the moon is easily to, ca you know, you can calculate it online. And in my moon signs book, I talk about how to calculate your moon sign. And it is important to know the time, but we can kind of know where the moon is, even if you don't know your time of birth based on um, what, how many days it's been in each sign, because it moves through uh, two to three days into a new so, sign. 
Yeah. So Carmen, I want to rewind just a second, uh, just so we, to be really clear. So the sun sign is kind of like we can, we can, the sun sign defines your personality. Is that, am I understanding that right? The sun, the sun is where you shine. You know, it's where you show yourself to the world. It's kind of like your, your man, your mask, you know, how, how people perceive you, how you will let people see you, you know, that's your openness. The sun is like, here I am, you know, um, and based on what, you know, traits your personality has, you know, like for instance, you know, I'm a Virgo sun, um, you're a Scorpio sun. So we, we react and behave in a different way in the world, you know, because we have different energies. We have different personality traits based on our sign. But, um, the moon is your inner nature. So it's the part of us that we typically hide and we only show it when we feel comfortable or when we trust others. And so the, the sun is always right out there. That's why, you know, I can typically guess somebody's sun sign. If I'm around someone long enough, I'm like, you're a Leo or you're an Aries, right? I can feel their energy. I, I can see their traits, but their moon cut fools me sometimes. And I'll have to really have their whole chart to know where their moon sign is because it can be completely different than how they show the world. And then when you really get to know them, uh, that moon, that moon comes out, which is our emotions and they come out really strong. So it's important to know your sun and your moon sign. And we call it the top three sun, moon and rising sign. Those are the three. And, and I talk about it a little bit in the introduction. Those are the three main important parts of your personality. Um, that you really need to know those top three. And then you can, you know, start there basic. And then if you really want to dig into the rest of the chart and some of the other planets, then you can, you know, have an astrologer do your chart or you can get a free report, you know, on astro.com and it'll, it'll analyze every single thing and explain it, the energies. Um, but yeah, the sun is what most people identify with. So, you know, when, when you read a horoscope, you know, a lot of those are very basic in the paper and they just go with your sun sign traits. It's very simple and and it doesn't look at the whole soul, your whole map, which is the birth chart. And so the birth chart is like a soul map. It's a soul map. And the way I like to describe it, this is how I described it for some other um, radio shows. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. So let me try to make it real basic. So when you're when you're born in the sky, all of the planets are in a certain star constellation. And they're in a certain area of the sky when you're born. Astronomy, right? And depend on where you're born, what country, uh, what time, what date and year, they're going to be, the, the sky is going to look a certain way. So the sun will be in a certain section. And if you're born, you know, um, August 26th, like me, you're, it'll be in the constellation Virgo. The moon will be in a certain constellation. All the planets. And it's like we take a picture of the sky when you're born. And we put it on a piece of paper. That's what we do. We we take a, it's like putting the sky on a piece of paper with symbols. And that's what the chart is. It's all symbols. And that's why in my, in my intro chapter, I have a, a grid with the symbol, what planet, yeah. sign symbol, what, because to read a birth chart, you got to know the symbol. So I put all of that in the intro. She goes, okay, what's that weird symbol? Okay. That's, that's Aries or, you know, that's the planet Venus. And so it's learning those symbols. It's like a, a symbolic language, but really what it is, it's, it's a picture of the sky when you're born and that energy, um, and timing and astrologers believe that we come into the earth 
um, when our karma, when we're meant to. We pick our parents. We choose when we come in and when we're born. That's why some babies are born early or late. You know, they their chart changes. And, you know, my daughter was a, a month early. And I knew she wasn't going to be a Libra. I knew she was going to be a Virgo. And she ended up being a Virgo. She was born a whole month early, right? And so, you know, that happens. Or do you have a schedule right. section, right? And then some people ask me, well, does that mean her her chart's not going to be good? I mean, and I said, no, if you scheduled it, it's meant to be scheduled then. They know everything right, happens. Right, 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 right. So that's when she they're meant to be born. If it's scheduled, that's right. what we need to. So when we come in, um, our chart is our energy. It's our it's our soul mission this lifetime. There's things in there that um, that we have challenges. We have strengths. We have weaknesses. Um, no one has like a perfect chart that's like all good. You know, we all we all struggle with life and different learning. And that's what it's about is learning what we're meant to learn because everyone has gifts, spiritual gifts. You can see that in your chart. You can see your talents. You can see um, maybe how you are in love and some of the um, childhood things that might happen in your life. You can see loss, possibly death of a parent or loved one. There's so much you can see in a chart. And then when you have it, it validates you. So when I do a chart for someone, I'm not telling them anything they don't already know about themselves. You, it just well when you were, yeah, right. When you, and when you were talking about the 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 way the stars are set up in the sky, and then it's like putting it down onto a piece of paper. I actually heard it is as above. Yes, yeah. The mystics believe that way. You know the the mystics from eons ago. When there weren't computers and calculators and yes. they would look at the sky, right? And they yes. would see what was going to be happening on earth. And so it makes so, yes. so much sense to me the way you're explaining it, Carmen, that, that I never understood this. I always thought it was some woo crap, right? When people oh, start talking science. about the science, yeah. right? And so then that, so it sounds like then it's a real, um, template yeah. on, who we are and then it can be a guidance system on um we want to choose choices you know make changes and uh and also be aligned with the learning we came to learn in this particular lifetime exactly it's 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 so important like the parents you know um have their charts done for their children at a young age because then i have a lot of people contact me about that because i wish you know I had that when I was young because, you know, I was so different than everyone in my in my family. And, and I had these spiritual interests and I believed in angels. I would dream things that would happen and no one could explain why I was the way I was. And I always felt so different. And so when Me I was, too, I, I went through years thinking I was adopted and every birthday I, I was convinced my parents would tell me, OK, you were adopted and, and now we have to give you back or something. And, you know, I don't know where that idea came from, but I just, yeah, I was. Twelfth house. You've got some 12th house energy. So the 12th house in the chart is I have the same and, and I have a whole book about it. Uh, the mysteries of the 12th house fallen angels, because t- people that have planets in the 12th house of that wheel, they feel like they're an alien. They feel like they're not. Oh, alien. yeah. They feel like they're adopted. I've had people from all over the world in my research. I've been researching that house for 20 years. They tell me the exact thing you just said. And when I look at their chart, they have Venus or the North Node in the 12th or the Sun or Moon, which you have Venus in the in the North Node in the 12th house. You 
you feel like a fallen angel, which means that you're born with these spiritual gifts and awareness, but you're in the in the material world. You're not in you're in a lower realm. Let me just say that. So when we're little, people like us, where we know we're different, but we we may not have been raised with people that um you know believed in intuition or astrology or any of that. You know, I wasn't and and so when I was sixteen, I I'm like I want to know why I'm so different and why I'm dreaming things and they have no one could explain to me. So I started studying astrology. I picked up my first astrology book at a, a mystical bookstore in St. Louis, Missouri called Mystic Valley. It's still here today. It's one of my favorite places. And I read about my my sun sign and I started teaching myself astrology and I did my chart and I realized this is why I'm different. This is why I'm spiritual and I was born empathic and I feel people's pain and I'm sensitive and I need to have boundaries. Right. I learned astrology helped me be strong and, and really just change my life. And it became my passion. And I just have done it ever since I was 16 and, and tried to teach people um, the basics and, and even at work, I'm like, oh, just, you know, sun sign basics. I'm always teaching people or talking about this to, to open their mind up because it affects our everyday life. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just like, you know, the full moon, you know, I, and I remember when I worked with runaway teens, um, every weekend on the full moon weekend, all of the teenagers would end up at the police station and we would be really busy. You know, we were on call 24 seven and, I remember all my coworkers, you know, were sitting there and they knew I was into astrology. And I said, guys, it's a full moon weekend. I said, we're probably going to be busy. And they thought I was just silly, right? Like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. She's weird. She's, it's a weird. Yeah. And so the next Monday they'd say, Carmen, what was, you were right. What was that? And I said, there was a full moon. And so, the, and I explained to them, the full moon affects the tides of the ocean. Why wouldn't it affect our body, our physical people's emotional nature is affected by the full moon? And they've done research scientifically on this, that uh, emergency paramedics, ER docs, uh, you know, police officers, there's more accidents, there's more crime, there's more domestic disturbances and everything during a full moon because people's emotions are heightened um, when there's a full moon because the moon is our emotional nature. It affects us on Earth because we're here, right? That's like so much sense. That yeah. makes so much sense. And I'm doing the bobblehead thing again, everybody. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what I use for people that are skeptics, you know, and, and now I've got a lot of, a lot of friends, you know, and coworkers, you know, and people I've met, they're like, you're right there. I feel different during a full moon and they'll start. Is it a full moon, Carmen? You know, or like when Mercury, the planet of communication is retrograde. Everyone is affected and, and people, and I'll let, I'll put the dates up at my desk, you know, when I, when I worked in office, um, and people are like, is Mercury retrograde something? They, they start believing in it because they see that I've been right when I'm like, guys, Mercury's retrograde. Be careful what you put in writing. People are going to misinterpret what you say. There's more arguments, right? And, and every, every four, it's every, um, it happens four times a year and it lasts yeah. like, Six to seven weeks, we're in the shadow. It affects all of our technology, yeah. communication, everything. Yep. I have been known to fry computers <laughs> and microwaves during that time. I didn't understand what that was. And and so this last year with all the retrogrades, um, I chose to see it differently and take the time um, during the, that 
yes. or three downtime, basically, yes. to go within and excavate yes. and ask myself, what do I need to let go of? Because it's also a wonderful, t it's a perfect time for self introspection and reflection yeah. and that's right. Yeah. Which is, I think it's purpose anyway. It's not that it's not to mess with our, no. our physical world and computers and yeah. contracts and yeah. It really is for us to be more aware of who we are and kind of clean out our closet. Oh yeah, emotional closet. Yeah. So, Carmen, in these, in these, um, in the uh, other chapters in the book, where it's you know like the sun, sun sign and the house, it, it's in yes. relationship to. You also have tips for transformation, which I loved, and you nailed mine. Tips for healing and. Um, how to be resilient yes. and self-care and affirmations. I love myself unconditionally. I have everything I need to succeed within me. Are you kidding me? I can't tell you how many affirmations. And that's like one of them. Yes, yes. Similar to what I have. So I love that you have all those extra helps. And in so, and of course, like I said, just a second ago, you nailed me. Oh my God, you nailed me. Tips for transformation, practice forgiveness. This is, we're Scorpio guys. Oh yes. Practice forgiveness and embrace your inner strength. Allow vulnerability. Yes. You guys, this is, this has been my spiritual practice for like the last 10 years. Yes. Maybe longer, maybe all my life, but just for transformation. That's under just transformation. Yes. Yes. Transfer, transformation is, is, the reason, you know, I really wanted to write the book, too, is because I see, you know, just as a counselor and working with, um, you know, trauma survivors. I've worked with, uh, you know, PTSD survivors, sexual assault survivors in private practice years ago. And and I saw that, you know, each sun sign has a way they heal, a way that they transform. And that means how they adapt, you know, change, allow change and to grow. And then resiliency. I've always been really interested in that because. You know, so many people go through really difficult times and, and, and two people can really be affected very differently from the same kind of trauma. You know, not everyone relates to trauma and, and difficult experiences in a different way based on their personality strengths. And so there's, there's certain sun signs that are very like more, I want to say more resilient, but they're, they kind of move on more quickly from, from difficulties and, and emotional setbacks than other signs. You know, some signs like earth and water signs, it, it's hard for them to let go and, and move forward and release as easily as maybe a fire sign is like, I'm done. I'm moving forward. I'm over this. You know, like Aries. Aries are known to be very resilient, but they're quick to move on. Scorpios are also one of the most resilient uh, signs. Uh, but it takes them a little bit longer because they're very deep and emotional and, and they have to really process their emotions before they can move forward and forgive and let go of things because they tend to hold on to things until they understand them. And so, and so everybody has their strengths and, and I really love, you know, resiliency, you know, the term is like, no matter how far you're, you, you are bent, you don't ever break. You, oh my God, that's yeah. a Bonnie Raitt song. It's one of yeah. my favorites. Yeah, you bounce back. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That, that's, we all, have the ability to overcome things and we do it in our own resilient way. We all have our own resiliency. And, and so, you know, for me, I'm a thinker. I like to think through things and analyze things. And that helps me. I have, I want to know why that's my biggest thing, which can also get us in trouble. So some of our 
personality traits can can get us stuck where we're not transforming and we're not allowing change. And and so it's a balance. And, you know, and that's where the the self-care comes in is um, because I realized, you know, I asked, I'll tell you, I had a class on leadership and, and this is around the time I was writing the book. And I asked these leaders and the, there are all these leaders, very successful people in the helping professions, you know, have just amazing. And we all got to ask them a question in the class. And I asked each one of them, um, what do you do for self-care? And they just looked at me and they, they're like, hmm, I really don't do that. I'm not good at that. Or, I, you know, they were workaholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never took, vac- you know, they said my daughter, you know, one of them said my daughter reminds me that I need to take vacation and I need to, you know, get off the computer or phone and, and be with the family and do self-care. So they realized they need to work on it. And I realized, man, if the, if these guys, you know, are having trouble doing self-care, imagine, you know, all of us, you know, um, yeah. you know, that aren't running like huge agencies and, and overseeing tons of businesses across the world. You know? So, so, you know, people, people don't always know how to do self-care and, um, and it's not, and I think what it is in the book, I talk about it. It's each, each sign has a different element. So for instance, you know, water signs, uh, they tend to be able to meditate and do breathing and and to do solitude and and that helps them self care and feel better and refresh. But some signs like Aries or Sagittarius or you know Aquarius, they need to be moving. They need to be active. Right. So right. sitting and meditating is not going to help them de stress or or help them self care. They have a different way they set that self care benefits them based on energy. Their energy. Wow. Yeah, it's not going to be, you know, Aries is going to want to compete, do something physical, go out hiking, you know, do, you know, go, you know, travel. Same with right. Sagittarius, you know, they're going to want to be on the move, driving around their car, listen to music or whatever it is. Um, that helps them. Or Gemini, you know, communicate. Yeah. So it's interesting because um, years ago when I was teaching a class and, um, there was this guy that just could not sit still and it was a it was a metaphysical class and i was teaching um spiritual laws yeah. and um and he was soaking it up that he was also like wanting to compete with me oh and and then he also but but he'd come up to me after class and he said you, you know i would give them affirmations to yeah. to really download and work on and he would come up to me he's like i can't focus i can't sit still i can't focus on affirmations and i said what did you what did you do as a teenager he goes oh i played basketball i said then go shoot some hoops yes while you're saying the affirmations we created specifically for you shoot the hoops boss around and so it got to where i gave him full permission to stand at the back of the class and just pace because he needed to be mobile and if if i had known his sunshine and stuff like that that probably would have informed me sooner instead of yeah. going what is wrong with this guy and he, yeah. you know and he got it because he was being yeah. active while he was learning as is, isn't like, that fascinating this is cool this is this is kind of a theory i have too like in in businesses and companies you know i got trained in what's called the four lenses which is it's similar to um myers-briggs so oh the, yeah the four lenses is something that you know businesses and corporations the government you know they believe in it they train it and it's about personality and what i associated with is 
the the gold, blue, orange, and green personalities are the elements. They're fire, air, earth, and water. So greens are air, oranges are fire, blues are water signs, and then golds are earth signs. And so when I took a class, it was um, when they trained me in this. It was what you were saying. It was funny. So they they had us take us take an assessment, and then you know what your top two colors are. You know, and I was mm-hmm. a I was a orange blue and very close, almost like same score. And then, you know, and it, you all have, we all have the four colors or elements in us, just like astrology, but the, you have two primary, you know, colors and, uh, and that's your personality at work. And so they would sit us, they sat us specifically in certain areas of the room based on our, our, our top color, right? Orange. And so I was with a bunch of oranges and, and they, have a hard time sitting still but see i had a lot of blue so i can meditate i can i can be calm so that was my and because my scores were so high but some people were just orange like they had no blue or no no uh no nothing to balance and they were loud they were talking to each other they were and i and they and the one guy couldn't sit he was in the back of the room and and the teacher showed us so look around and see what each table's doing these are the golds you know, they're quiet and very studious and they're all about uh, authority. And so right. they were like, this is crazy. You know, and the oranges are just wild, you know, and, and like energetic and they can't sit still. And that's how they are when they work. You know, oranges wing it. If they got a briefing, they don't plan. They just wing it. And that's how fire signs are. They just act on impulse. They go on their gut. And then earth signs, they like to plan. They like things structured and stable and organized and you know, that's Virgo, Taurus, and, uh, you know, and, and you just you, you just start seeing, you know, the different Capricorn, you know. Yeah. And you totally nailed my son when I was reading, he's Taurus, reading that, I was like, oh, yeah, he just got married. He had to buy a yeah. house first. He had to make sure his business was up and running, oh, you yeah. know, all that stuff so that now he can be home. Um, and, and his wife is a Leo. And so oh, wow. and he's a home. They're both homebodies, and you just described their both of their personalities in here, which is I just love it. So, um, the most important thing you want people to know about your book, Sun Sign Houses and Healing. Um, I I really want people to to spread the word and and about it, and I would like for people to to utilize it in their own life, you know, to understand themselves and others because. That's to me, that's my goal is to write about astrology as a tool of self-awareness and to help ourselves understand uh, why we why we behave and act the way we are. Because when we understand ourselves, we're more forgiving and more accepting of other people. And they have and what and then we know, okay, they're a Leo. This is they like to shine. They want to feel respected. They want to feel they want to have some attention. You know, you'll start realizing at work with coworkers, with your family that they they can't really help it okay it's their it's their personality and so then so it helps people um i want you to use the book to help you accept other people and to also give you some tips and strengths um to overcome things in your life and then to be able to help your friends and family you know by looking up their their sun sign chapter uh, and give them tips you know if they come to you and 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 you know you can gift it to somebody. It's it's anyone can pick it up and read it and understand astrology. And I think you would like it because if you're into personality and you're into you know um, what makes people act the way they are, psychology. It's a very much a psychological a uh, personality tool. That's what it is. Yeah, 
I, I totally agree from just reading um, the sections I've read. It, it is a good toolkit box, book, yes. you know, because and and like you were saying how you utilized it when you were working and 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 coworkers it, 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 when you when you can just understand a little bit more about other people without having to get it oh that's it it takes the guesswork out some of it, yes. it i think because yeah. what like i said what you described about me and then what i read about my son and um his wife my daughter-in-law I, it was just right on for who they are and then, and I love that you also present what the challenges could be, and, you know, and give tips on how to do that. Carmen, this is really fabulous. I can't wait for your moon book to come out now. Moon Signs, Houses and Healing. It's pre-order available now on Amazon. And uh, it's okay. a purple cover. It looks just like that one, but it's a purple cover with the moon on uh, the moon in the center there. Yep, exactly. Looks just like it, but purple. And I love it. Yeah. And, and the, the cool thing about the moon book is um, we get more into, you know, the moon is about where we find emotional fulfillment in our life. It's where we we feel comfort. It's where we express our emotions and our love. And, it, and it's where we feel safe and secure. So I talk about that. It's what we value or the moon sign. So I have a whole every chapter each moon sign. I talk about what they value, how the full moon affects them. Uh, that's in there. And what is a you know emotionally fulfilling to them? What brings them happiness? You know, for each moon sign, because uh, the moon is is all about our emotions and where we okay, find. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So in May when it comes out, send me a copy and we'll have another conversation because a little too. Yeah, this is this is a gift and I will be giving it. Thank I will you. be giving it. Um, so uh, Carmen, where can people find? Are you working with clients? I, 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 I am, I have a wait list right now. I got really busy. Oh. I haven't been doing consults as much because I, I haven't had the time, but I do have a wait list. If you are interested, you're okay to wait. Um, I can add you to my wait list. If you want to consult with me, I do offer, um, 30 minute and 60 minute consults. And then, um, you can find me through my website and Facebook. I'm on Facebook, Carmen Turner Shot. Um, author, you can follow me. I'm on, I have a YouTube channel, Carmen Turner Shot. And my website's www.carmenturnershot.com, and it's S-C-H-O-T-T, spelled a little weird as an agent. Right. And we'll have all that information, yeah. guys, in the show notes. Um, it's been such a joy talking with you today, Carmen. Thank you so much. And thank you for the gift of your books. And I'm going to check out the other, the eighth house. What is it? The eighth house book? Both and twelfth house. You need, you, okay. you're whole, you've got Scorpio and you've got that twelfth house um, planets there that you probably like um what you said was what a 12th house says about a feeling like well it's like a fallen angel you know you're yeah. from you're from another world and you're here and you're like i don't belong here you kind of know from a young age you're not meant you're not from here and you have a spiritual mission and that's 12th house planets is what what um causes that that's part of oh. your journey yeah your map oh i look forward to reading that thank you welcome thank you so much so I and thank you for the work you've done and thank you for the investigation and research that you've done. So I don't gotta, I'm so appreciative of that. <laughs> thank you. So you. In the, until next time, I'm just going to end with, and so it is namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did go to susanburrell.com, you can 
see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanmorell.com. So that's it for today. See you next time.